following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use code HUGE when you sign up, and new customers who do that will get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just 5 bucks on any NFL game. Always use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another statewide journey on the only syndicated afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen online. Free stream is there on the iHeart app. Search uh, The Huge Show and tune in anywhere in the world. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside the show, we'll get to your huge opinions and mine on the Lions yesterday. I will say this right now. I am growing tired of bad games during the first month month and a half of the season connected to the Lions. I am 0-10-1-1-6 and what I saw yesterday. Remember what the Seattle game did to the Lions a year ago. It kept them from the playoffs. I thought yesterday's game, and I'll get to Gibbs in the drop pass. It could have been a 95-yard TD. The horrific officiating, the missed tackles, and more. I will get to all of that uh, coming up momentarily. Superfly, did we? Let's go to Connie and Flint, one of our huge audience members. Thanks for the wait. And you're on this broadcast across Michigan. Hello, Mr. Huge. How you doing? Well, I'm about, this is the first time call. Great. I want to hear some women calling in here. What's the matter with these sports-minded women? Why do you want to hear some women? Because they, they some of them are good sports people. They are, how old are you, Connie? 79. 79 years old. So you like to hear those little female voices on the radio, don't you? No, I just like to hear women get interested in sports. Really? Because you're I 79. Lo- I love hockey. You love hockey, big wings fan? Yes. Who's your favorite wing? Shanahan. Shanahan. Is it, and is your wife around, Connie? My wife? Yeah. I am a female. Oh, I'm sorry. You're sorry. Your your man there did the same thing. (laughs) I'll be damned. Lost my identity. (laughs) I hope you choke to death, huge. 
I'm sorry, Connie. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. Not a lesbian either. <laughs> You're not a lesbian. No, I'm not. <laughs> well, you got your laugh for the day, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> now you got me doing it. Mother, did you? Did you, Mother? Mother, did you not? Uh, oh, God, Connie. Oh, oh. That's the best laugh you've had all day. Is a, that's the best laugh I've had in a while, girl. <laughs> I, I got cursed with this low voice. You, I, 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 I'm sorry. I mean, oh, don't be. Everybody does it. Every, <laughs> I'm, I'm used to it. And you got to tell everybody you're not a lesbian? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when they ask me where my wife is. You know, laughing is good for you. Oh, I know, Connie. I know that. Well, I'm getting a good dose, good dose, good dose of healing right now. I'll have to call you more often. Yeah, well, you do that, Connie. You stay in touch, okay? Yeah, I'm a big fan of the Flint Generals, too. All right, well, great. Uh, and when Chris Bird fights Tyson, I hope he just beats his butt. All right, Connie. Thank you so much. You're welcome, Mr. Huge. See you, Mrs. Connie. <laughs> <laughs> Mueller, Mueller, did you, did you, did you ask the same thing? I called her sir. <laughs> uh, man, I can't pay. I can't pay for some of these callers. <laughs> oh, man, the show is so unpredictable. I, uh, we are back live here at the North Kent uh, Golf Course with the Grand Rapids Gold after early confirmation say that uh, a Lions fan website took out our uh, live communication feed, anticipating my huge opinion on the coaching performance and the player performance during the Lions game. Superfly Hayes uh, heard some initial uh, comm blockage happening, and he went to the Connie call. Uh, we are back live here at the Grand Rapids Gold uh, Charity Golf Event. They've raised over $35,000. I am ready to deliver and continue my huge opinion on the Lions. I do apologize to those of you uh, who were part of a subversive plot uh, to take out my show and not be able to say opinions on the Lions, the latest on Mel Tucker, uh, Michigan State's dismal performance against Washington, and J.J. McCarthy not looking good. So I believe most of you were ready but they're, again, we're trying to confirm everything with our IT people on who is trying to take us out. And one name that came to mind, I'll be honest, as I'm here with Steve Jabbar, the Grand Rapids Gold owner, and Nick, the owner of the North Kent Golf Course in Rockford, Eric Zane oh, strolled by with a look <laughs> on his face. And my first thought was, somewhere behind the wall here, Eric Zane just yanked the plug and said, you know what? I don't know what happened. That's ridiculous. That's a, that's a horrible accusation. 
attention to levy on me. I just happen to be walking up to be do some MC work, and I see this radio legend in front of me, Bill Simonson, preparing. You know, you had the look of why is he here? I thought this was only about me. No, I would never do that. I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't play like that. I, I look at this as an opportunity. This is destiny. I hear every time I go out in my neighborhood, they say, I hear you on the huge show. When are you two going to be a permanent team? So I'm here now to try to uh, prove to you that we. this is a golden opportunity about how favorable it would be if I were oh leading the show and you were my sidekick. <laughs> the Eric Zane show with huge. <laughs> with tiny. With little huge. <laughs> Easy with little uh, huge. I, I think you're grumpy because I noticed you just were. It's not like you to want to walk into a situation and cause trouble. Yeah. Uh, but right away when I was sitting here with Jabara earlier, uh, I said, Zane, I know him. Yep. He, this could really spin out of control. And God bless all of you. It's not like he's ever irritated a. Yep. Uh, a G League basketball owner before. Sure, sure. Uh, but yeah. you're also a huge Lions fan, and I'm going to get to this game, and uh, the coaching was pathetic. The players couldn't tackle. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to – no adjustments. Uh, we've seen 0-10-1 and 1-6 and and starts from the Lions, and I really thought after Kansas City this was a different team. The coaches were different, and it seems unless there's urgency or they're not playing for anything, uh, I'm telling you, what, what happened in front of the home folks yesterday, Eric, I don't know if you were there or watched it on TV. It was so horrible. I watched every minute of it that game. It was pathetic. It was to, to lay an egg mm. after 10 days of buildup and ding-dong wearing the blue ski mask and everybody's having a party. And this kid was worse than when they started out the year and then made that stupid Queen song four decades ago. We Will Rock You? Yeah, whatever it was. Another it, one bites a dust. Yes, yes. This was, this was 10 times worse than that because they won one foot ball game i i drank the kool-aid i have now thrown up the kool-aid the kool-aid is all over my kitchen floor uh they won't win another game this year <laughs> hold on yeah. you went from 17 and no super bowl to they won't 17. win another game so if you listen to the eric Zane show podcast yeah uh, last week you heard 17 and yes all week long and now he's, well yeah. they won't be 0 and 17 it'll be 1 and 16 yes because they yes. beat kansas city all it, right it was so destructive to my soul and every fan that went there, you should be giving your money back for that horrible, oh, horrible, same old Lions display. It was terrible. Uh, man, Eric, by the way, one of the great PA announcers oh, in sports. On. Well, he's the voice of the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. He's here going to MC yep. everything uh, in front of everybody. I'm just yep. figuring out how many sponsors of the gold cancel after eric's uh hosting uh this event but i'm gonna let you get to your thing because i know you want to give me your i know these people want to hear your uh, take on the lines i have to go do mc work oh they're calling you over you now. are awesome and thank and they got a filet mignon i know and, and i'll bring you food don't ask them for a1 with the filet because nick <laughs> looked, salt. nick nick looked like i insulted him <laughs> that this was a cow they raised yes. all right a cow they raised when I asked for A1. Yes. He goes, and then Eric, the GM here at North Kent, says, well, you want ketchup? Oh, yeah. That's what, you know. That no. I love how they do it because when they actually harvest the cow and put it out of its misery, they put it on the driving range. And then they, they, people just hit it. Okay, I'll see ya. Take okay, care. Thank you, Eric. Uh, I almost got through that without him borderline. <laughs> uh, oh, God. <laughs>
Why do I put him on air sometimes? Why do I do it? My Lord. All right. uh, Before our interruption by subversive elements who wanted uh, to take me out today, uh, the broadcast signal, the Internet feed, uh, because of my opinions on the Lions, Michigan, even in a win, Michigan State against Wisconsin with one of the worst home performances in school history, with one of the worst weeks in program history. And then there's even more stories coming out now uh, with Mel Tucker. It's amazing. It really is. And Michigan State's Board of Trustees and the school's now going to do an investigation of themselves. Come on, man. Step aside. If you're going to call for an investigation of who leaked something, let an outside party do it. You have zero trust as a university right now in terms of leadership, not the individuals in terms of leadership. In that game, you know, I know Harlan Barnett and D'Antonio, but God, it's just where Mel Tucker left them. As Brandon Champion tweeted out, uh, Mel Tucker has set that program back years, and I told all of you that last week, and you came at me. And Michigan, J.J. McCarthy, it, yeah, they're going through the motions, three dog games to start a season. Uh, but they don't look like the number two team in America. I think their defense does, but their offense doesn't. Now, are they sitting on everything? I don't know. We'll find out. But J.J. didn't look right. Was he under the weather? I don't know. Were they bored? You know, I, it is Bowling Green. It's a night game with all the new lights and the screens at the big house. So I, I can get through that. We can wait and see on Michigan. And I, Michigan State is who they, I thought they'd be. I said four and eight, and I still think that may be uh, the number to get to and could be tough to even see four total wins. And the Mel Tucker situation, like I said, he was stupid. The university was stupid not to suspend him. And even Brenda Tracy to engage with long calls with him and whatever they were doing, an adult relationship, I don't care. Everybody involved. And the lack of action by Michigan State, pathetic. It is. You know, ask yourself what I try and tell my kids, or even what I live by, is it worth it? Is it worth it? You know, my disappointment from a sports perspective is more with the Lions. That, you know, the slow starts. That they got out of Kansas City and hung on to get a huge road win. The atmosphere. And I was at Harry's and Tin Roof with our friends from Fabiano and Budweiser yesterday. The downtown was rocking like I've never seen it before. It felt like a Super Bowl or a playoff game. And I don't think everybody was arrogant, but I expected them to win. Not another game that resembled last year and another in Detroit and another loss that come playoff time could haunt the Lions like it did last year. The lack of tackling early. You had 10 days rest, preparation. The officials, the blind calls, just, uh, I'm almost speechless on that. But to me, they never adjusted. The, The 10 yards off a receiver. You know, football 101 is a little press coverage will help your defense get to Geno Smith, who was untouchable maybe until late in the game. It was watching like, and I was at the Seattle game a year ago. This is a home game for Detroit. The third down noise, the crowd, and you're letting Seattle just dictate the entire game. 
and you're Dan Campbell, and you found a way to come back from 10 down, and you have the ball, and you're getting 10 yards a pop, and you don't throw to the end zone to win it. And then you tell everybody afterwards you were playing for the field goal, Dan. The same Dan Campbell that went for it three times on fourth down. Fans aren't going to buy BS from coaches in Detroit or in East Lansing or in Ann Arbor. The fans in Michigan are too damn educated and too smart to buy the BS that you were playing for a tie, which meant the coin flip would dictate whether or not you won that game. Oh, well, we should have got a stop. You weren't stopping them all game long. You came up with some stops. But then... To start the overtime, you're in the same defense with 10 yards off the ball. You don't do anything creative. You don't adjust. You don't change. And Dan Campbell tells everybody he was playing for the tie at home. It was a miracle you were in a position to win the game. And you're going to play for a tie. Dan Campbell. You know what this reminds me when he blew the lead at Minnesota? Well, we were playing. No. Play to win. Play to win. Oh, well, what, Bill, what if he – give me one throw to the end zone and see if somebody can get it. Oh, well, you might pick it off. We wouldn't have went to overtime. You lost anyways. My, my Lord, play for a tie. Which, by the way, I can tell you that the NFL – all right, my, my son's team – Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern had an epic game with Grand Rapids South Christian Friday night. We lost 32-29. Proud of my son, the O-line, the team. They left it out there. It really was an unbelievable night at East Kentwood Stadium. And Danny Brown and the coach, or coaches at South Christian, the players, it was just epic. But there's no ties in high school football. There's no ties in college football. The only ties you see in football are in the NFL. The only ties you see. How stupid is that? The biggest sports property in the world this side of FIFA soccer. But I'm not going to blame the NFL rules. I'm not going to blame the officials. I will blame the poor tackling. How many times do we have to watch a Lions defender miss the first tackle? Yeah, Kenneth Walker is a stud. Kenneth Walker made Mel Tucker $95 million. He did. But it was ridiculous. And then Dan Campbell's going to tell the world we were playing for the tie? Playing for the tie. You have grit on the outside of the stadium. You can't spell tie with grit. I got another word that rhymes with grit, but I won't drop it because I'm a family-friendly show. That describes your play calling, the lack of adjustments. Damn it. Well, everybody lost in the NFC North. I hear that from people. That, that means that game was even that much more important for the Lions to have a game lead on the Packers, two games on the Bears, and two games on the Vikings. It was at home. Teams at our championship level don't get pushed around at home. That was coaching, folks, and that was poor tackling. So it's on the coaches, on the players. That was one of the worst 
coaching jobs I've ever seen in watching a Lions game. And let's be honest, and I told you, the one knock on Dan Campbell and his staff. 0-10-1, start 1-6. Oh, and then when it's hitting the fan, they do things creatively. They do things differently. Yeah, the pick six. Yeah, Gibbs in the could have been a 95-yard touchdown. I, I get that. But what really surprised me yesterday was that Dan Campbell didn't own his mistake of not going for the win. You had the crowd on your side. They were roaring like I've never heard before. And you didn't throw to the end zone once. Not, and I'm right there in that end zone. Not once. Playing for the tie. Total BS. Garbage. So our Budweiser Folds of Honor, huge question of the day. Do you agree with Campbell? It was a smart move to play for the tie. You can join me on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. And also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. I'm live. On this Monday with the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. They now play in downtown Grand Rapids. The Grand Rapids Gold Charities are raising money today, well over $35,000. That will help the game of basketball with kids and neighborhoods uh, throughout West Michigan. Well done, and thank you to Nick and Eric and the crew, the maintenance team here at the North Kent Golf Course in Rockford, just north of GR. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. If you wait long enough, the pendulum swings in the other direction. All across Michigan, police academies are filling up. In fact, new sections are being added to accommodate the brave men and women making the decision to protect and serve. The Michigan Association of Chiefs of Police commends and welcomes these selfless, community-minded officers joining our ranks. We know we have more work to do, and with your help, the pendulum will swing in favor for all of Michigan. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? 
that can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com, and they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. Elevate your night out at the legendary Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Now open at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Start with the finest cuts of USDA prime beef. Pair that with handcrafted cocktails, signature sides, and Ruth's legendary hospitality, and you've got yourself one incredible night. Ruth's Chris Steakhouse has arrived. Make a reservation at RuthsChris.com for your incredible night at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway reimagined. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. I'm on the patio here at the North Kent Golf Course in Rockford on a pure Michigan Monday afternoon. The Grand Rapids Gold had their Gold Charities golf outing, 36 teams, sponsors, and also over $35,000 raised uh, to help the game of basketball in the West Michigan area. Gold will open up their season uh, in November, uh, just Google Grand Rapids Gold, find out more, and also follow the gold on Twitter and on Facebook. Steve Jabara, the owner, will join us coming up later. Also, uh, Nick Lipinski, uh, who's the owner of the North Kent Golf Course. If you haven't been up here lately, it's amazing uh, what they've done to the course, the facility, uh, everything, all the improvements, it's wonderful. Also, they have the Arrowhead Golf Course over in Carroll for our listeners on Sports Extra 1330. I will say, being in Detroit all day yesterday, starting with our Budweiser Bashes pregame at Tin Roof and at Harry's, a couple of game day, concert day destinations in downtown Detroit, I was ready. I really thought they would show up take care of business, similar to what they did to Jacksonville uh, a year ago towards the end when they were rolling. I think punted, didn't punt until the last series. And what I watched early was receivers 10 yards off the ball, a lot of missed tackles, no creativity, no shots down the field. But they found a way to get through all that and take a 21-14 lead. And I'm like, okay, here they go. And then they reverted right back to what they did early. And then, yeah, we get the Gibbs drop. You get the pick six. You get everything unraveling. And through all of it, with the roar of the crowd I've never heard, it reminded me of the Silver Dome. And I don't know if it was that loud at the Silver Dome. That they had roared back from 10 down to tie it. Or, excuse me, not not to tie it yet, to, to be three down. To be three down. And I'm like, okay, 
and they get the punt return, and they get 10, a chunk of 10, I think, and I'm going, go to the end zone. You're going to win this game. This crowd is going to will you into the end zone. And instead, I'm like, they are playing for the field goal. I'm telling people sitting around me, they are playing for the field goal. Dan Campbell is playing for the field goal. He must think with the crowd, whether they get the coin flip or not, that they're going to shut them down and they're going to go win it. And I'm like, you're wrong, Dan. No, no, you, you, you gave Seattle a win that they knew if they won the coin flip, they would go back to doing what they did to start the game, and that's what they did, went right down the field, and there's Lockett. And the silence as I walked out with the other 65,000-plus wasn't saying it's the end of the season or it's the end of the world, but it was a reminder of what we've witnessed the last two starts to the first two years of Dan Campbell where bad coaching decisions played a part, not the entire reason, but played a part in the Lions losing a game that they should have won. And we watch what Seattle did to the Lions last year, cut them out of the playoffs. Oh, you can talk about the NFC North and everybody losing. No, no. This season wasn't about a playoff game anymore. This season was about being one of the best teams in the NFC. That's what it was about. Jeff Risden, Lions Wire, Draft Wire, does one heck of a job uh, following the Lions and the draft on Twitter, Facebook, online, part of the USA Today Network. He is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Good to be with you, Bill. Uh, wish I was with you uh, enjoying the, the nice day outside, but uh, it work cold sometimes. Yeah, I, you know, and even here, everywhere I turned. Uh, last night, coming back from the game, no matter where I stopped, stopped at the McDonald's, I think, in Fowlerville, and everybody talking about how disappointed they were and how the Lions looked. And there were flashes like, here we go. But the end, and what I can't get over is I, I just, you're, you're getting chunks. You're going down the field, and you don't take a shot in the end zone to win it, Jeff. I, I, I can't get over that. I, I can dissect the pick six. I can dissect that they rallied and uh, tied it. We can go through uh, Gibbs dropping what could have been a 95-yard touchdown, but forget the rest of the game. I look at the end of regulation, and Dan Campbell, who people love him because of his grit, because of the culture of we are going to go for it, which he did three times on fourth down. Afterwards, he says, yeah, I was playing for the tie. Hmm. Yeah, it was. It, it would have been very nice to see them take one, take one shot. You know, if it doesn't work, then okay, then you bring out your field goal. You still had time. You still had uh, opportunities to, to take w- at least one shot. And I, I, I was disappointed that they didn't do that. And uh, he just had his press conference not too long ago, uh, and was asked about it. And he basically said, "I had in my mind how I was going to attack this game, and I, I stayed true to that." And uh, it made me wonder a little bit what what exactly his plan was there. But, uh, you know, I I thought it was great that they showed the resiliency to come back after the pick six. I thought Goff calmed down. He shook off the mistake very nicely, which was great to see. 
know, they, they made things happen and were in position and then, uh, you know, get the tie and then you, know, you turn over your defense and the defense couldn't get off the field, uh, as was the case most of the day. They couldn't get off the field. They have a little bit better than they did a year ago against Seattle, but uh, they got to be a lot better than that if they want to beat, beat Seattle or other good football teams. And uh, for right now, that, that defense... My goodness, uh, no pressure at all from the front was was my biggest takeaway. That they got no pass rush. I, I was just looking at the, uh, the the game grades from Pro Football Focus. Ali McNeil, Levi Anzarike, Benito Jones combined for one tackle, zero QB pressures, zero mm. QB hits. Can't have that. Can't have that. You know, one thing I did notice that you know some fans were complaining about Hutch afterwards. I saw him getting doubled a lot. Uh, he was getting two guys working him, or at least chipping him. And I'm not making excuses. I, I just Jeff, how soft they were playing off of receivers. That you know, there's some football 101 here where you play some jam coverage and you and you go get after the quarterback. And I give. Gino, a lot of credit for avoiding some of the tackles, but the missed tackles everywhere on the field. It was it was tough to stomach and watch inside Ford Field. Yeah, and I think this was a case, and, and Campbell brought it up in his press conference again today. Just go back to that. Uh, he talked about that some of the players that he relies on to to be the the stalwarts and, and make plays didn't do it. He didn't name them by name, but uh, I can tell you that one of them was Alex Anzalone, who did not have a very good game. I can certainly tell you that one of them is Jerry Jacobs, who had a terrible game oh, outside corner. And it, it, it bothers me. Like, DK Metcalf, that guy, I think he's going to put up numbers against a lot of people. But maybe give him some help. Um, and maybe, maybe try to, to mix things up a little bit. If, look, if your pass rush isn't getting there, asking, asking anybody – to cover DK Metcalf for three and a half, four seconds down the field by themselves in man coverage, you're going to lose. Like you've got to do something different for that. Uh, whether it's bringing more pressure or leaking a safety or letting Jacobs do something a little bit different, it, it just wasn't there. And he, uh, look, I, I love the dude. I've, I've interviewed him several times. I've, I've done a lot of things with him. He had a rotten game, and then the fact that he didn't get a lot of help doing it that, that was frustrating. You know, he. Obviously, he, he's got to do better on, on certain things like the drag uh, touchdown route that, uh, that Tyler Lockett scored. That's just a simple case of a guy getting beat, and you've got to be better than that. And that, that, that's something that I think, you know, Dan talked about in his press conference, and I think it's something that, you know, as we, we look at and break down the tape, and that's something that I'm going to do uh, tonight or early tomorrow morning, is I want to see who won matchups. I saw Hutchinson win a few when he got one-on-ones, uh, but nobody else on that front did. The linebackers did not. Uh, other than a couple of nice plays um, from Brian Branch and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, they didn't get that either. You know, Hutchinson, he, look, he didn't, get, he didn't get finished. He didn't get quarterback on the ground, and that's that's frustrating. I tell you what, though, it, he was so good for what he was asked to do yesterday and the circumstances that he had. Uh, I know they did a thing on ESPN this morning where they, they counted the pass rush reps. He faced one pass rusher twice in the game. Uh, and both times he got a win on that. Uh, didn't, didn't get Gino on the ground and, and because they, they, they did some other things and nobody else was there to help him. But, yeah, they, I, I see people you know put, putting up the, uh, the milk carton with Aiden Hutchinson on it. I'm like, y- y'all got to get a grip on that. <laughs> He's the least of the problems right now. Yeah, and then Jacobs, no adjustment, no help, no safety blitzes. Where, where, was, where was Branch coming after 
uh, Gino. There, it was a, it was such a poorly coached game. It, it really was, and, and I agree how they came back. You know, golf and even the team. I get that, uh, but th- this reminds me of the bad football I watched in Campbell's first and second years early. It really does. It re- you know, I'm tired of hearing, hey, we've got to go back and find out who can step up. I don't need to hear that from Dan Campbell and that we're playing for a tie I had in my mind. That So let, let, me, let me just understand this for a minute, Jeff. And yeah. you watched Campbell's press conference. I'm here at North Kent Golf Course with the Grand Rapids Gold Charities. That if you, if you had it in your mind on the way you were going to do things in that game, then explain to me why you didn't try field goals on fourth downs, but you're going to play for a field goal where you could have won the game. Bill, you're raising my blood pressure, buddy. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, not kicking that field goal in the first half, it would have been a 48-yard field goal. I don't get that one. Uh, and and I know that they, they did survive. They actually forced a three and out off of that. But, man, you – you got to take those points. You you got to figure that this this game is going to go into the 30s, and it did. Uh, and, if, and if you don't trust your kicker to make a 48, 49 yard field goal, and it's pretty clear they don't, maybe you need a new kicker. <laughs> you know, uh, you, you got Michael Badgley on the practice squad. Maybe let him try to compete. Badgley doesn't have that big of a leg, but it's bigger than what what Riley Patterson offers. But uh, yeah, I. I I didn't like that decision at all. I would have kicked it there. I um, mean, if you miss the field goal, it's the same as missing the conversion. You know, you're giving, it, it, they they should have chased more points more often there. Then and then at the end of the game, like we talked about, take one shot, see if you can win it, and then then go for the field goal. I I I, I wasn't happy with how Dan Campbell coached that game either. Now I am certainly not reaching for the napalm and trying to get him thrown out of town the way that some some overreactions happened. Um, Dan Campbell's not getting fired for this game. He's, he's not a coaching incompetent. He had a bad day. He, had, he will have better days. Uh, if he doesn't, then, then we'll deal with that. But right now, look, Seattle, I thought Glover Quinn actually said it. Seattle just seems to have his number for whatever reason it is, and, and it's frustrating, uh, and hopefully we don't run into them again. Uh, by the way, there's a lot of people that are giving a lot of crap to the Seahawks. That's a playoff team, y'all. That's a really good football team. That, that's a team that's going to win 10, 11, maybe 12 games this year. I, I, I got a lot of pushback that, that that's a good football team. Uh, I, I, I wonder if that's just, you know, Lions fans trying to make it worse or whatever, because we, we do tend to do that. We like to, we like to, we like to exacerbate our own pain, Bill, and uh, that, that's frustrating, but uh, we're used to doing it now. Well, Charbonnet, Walker, uh, Lockett, D.K. Metcalf, hey, uh, they can make a quarterback uh, look pretty darn good. 85 points in the last almost calendar year, give or take a few days, uh, with Seattle in Detroit. Okay, and Dan Campbell, the slow starts, the one thing, the flag I told everybody on last Friday's show, Jeff, when you were sitting with me at the McDonald's in Granville, I said, you know, the slow start games – the excuses afterwards, Dan talking in circles. My Lord, what happened What happened yesterday and what he's saying again today reminds me of what happened after the Minnesota game, right, uh, a year ago. Yeah. Where, where yeah. they're, well, we were doing this, we were trying to run out the clock, whatever you're doing. It didn't work. And to see the Seattle game and to watch Pete Carroll and his staff just outcoach the hell out of the Lions staff, and I know some will say, hey, it was an overtime game. Yeah, because the Lions, if they just would have made some adjustments, done things differently, 
They they would have yeah, won that game. I, I still think they're a seven to ten point better team than what we witnessed. And now here, you, you want to kill all this off season, the eight and two finish, the win at Kansas City, the 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 Lions fever that I felt at Harry's at Tin Roof with Budweiser and Fabiano yesterday. Go lose another home game against Atlanta and a team that drafted. Uh, a lot of young guys the last two years, and if they're three and zero, and you're one and two, and you have two home losses, you just killed all the Lions' mojo. Yeah, and that's something that we definitely have to watch out for this weekend. Is the, the, the slow starts for Dan Campbell? It's a narrative that he's tried to bury, but you know what? You got to put more dirt on that because uh, it, it's rearing its ugly head again, and it's it's fair criticism. It really is. I don't like giving it. I know you don't like giving it. I know the fans don't like to hear it. But the early season struggles and, and how he seems to figure things out later in the season on, on adjustments and tweaking things and maybe getting more involved here and, and trusting this coach over here to do a little bit more with that. He's got to do that now uh, because uh, this is a team that should be in the playoffs. They expect to be in the playoffs. And if they're – Okay, they fall to one and two, but Atlanta's, Atlanta's no joke. That, that's that's a decent football team. They've got some talent on both sides of the ball that not a lot of people have heard of. Uh, and then you have heard of John Robinson, who just absolutely annihilated the Packers' defense yesterday. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be a fight. This is not a game that you can overlook. And, you know, I, I don't think that Dan Campbell does this, and, and I don't think that any good coach really does this. But, you know, processing the loss and saying, oh, we're going to learn from it and, and build from it, like, you got to go out and, and make sure that your players understand that it's not acceptable that you're doing this. Like, they've got to be better. Uh, and he's got to be better, too. And that's something that we're going to see, you know, as this week plays out. Uh, one and two for, for this team. Um, it might actually still get, keep them in first place in the NFC North, but that's not good enough. We need more than that. And, you know, talking about Jacobs or Anzalone needing to be better, uh, I've heard that story before. We'll see what happens. Jeff, I'll talk to you later in the week and get your thoughts on the matchup with the Falcons in Detroit. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Bill. All right, Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire, Draft Wire. Follow both of those on Twitter, Facebook, online, and at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N. All right, doubleheader tonight in the NFL. Got Saints, Panthers, Steelers, Browns. You can get in on the action with DraftKings, official sports betting partner of the NFL. Here's what you need to do. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can bet $5 and get $200 instantly tonight in bonus bets. Throw five down on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away with an instant winner. Plus, DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Check your app uh, for your offer. So football's more fun when you're in on the action. Two games tonight. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers, as I mentioned, can bet $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets tonight. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. That's code HUGE when you sign up. The crown is yours. 
If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. I'm Matt Shepard, the voice of Detroit baseball. I'm Herman Moore, and football is my game. So we know a few things about sports and the passion of Detroit fans. That's why we're big fans of Eagle Casino and Sports. It's the mobile sports book that lets you bet on action all year long, right from your mobile device. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Download the app and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. We are back live across Michigan. Remember, 24-7, everything you need is at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge. 